church. Uh, please stay standing. Please stay standing. We're going to have another couple of songs in a moment. Glenn's my name. If you don't know me, I just want to welcome you to this family service this morning. It's a family service with a difference. It's already started off a little bit different, 10 minutes late. And when Phil said he's a bit worried about the presenter this morning, I wasn't sure if he was talking about the computer or whether he was talking about me. But we have plans for, for a kid's fun, you know, family-friendly service this morning. And it is Mission Sunday, so I get the privilege to share a little bit about the ministry of Ship Communion with a couple of friends that I've invited, Rob and Cheryl, this morning. So how about I just open the service in prayer and we'll continue to worship. Father, we just thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you, Jesus, for your love, for your mercy, your kindness, and we welcome you in this place. Father, we just pray that this morning, even as a a faith family gathers together, that you would draw us closer to you in this uh, this service to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's continue to worship together this morning. Thanks so much.
God. Father, we just give you thanks and praise that you called our name and we we ran out of that grave because of what you've done for us and uh, we give you all the thanks and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, team. Thanks, team. I think I've got the order right. Well, welcome this morning. I did uh, introduce myself. Glenn is my name. Uh, I, if you're new here this morning, I'm not the pastor of this church. Some of you are probably saying, we're so glad for that. But our pastors are having a well-earned break and uh, I get the opportunity to share a little bit with you this morning in a that's it, that's it, boy, well done, spin it around, spin it off, yeah, look at that. Okay, it's going to be a little bit different this morning. I had this little voice in me saying, well, when the pastor's away, the mic's this close. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, can you flick that off? Phil, help me, Ben, help me, help me, help me. Um, beautiful. Okay, okay. Alrighty, that's all a bit exciting, isn't it? It's all a bit exciting. Yes, 
Dana. Dana, it's been a long time since we've had the doorboard up, is it? <laughs> so it's taking me back to my beach missioning days. Um, well, welcome. Welcome this morning. It is a family service. It is the first service of the month. And in uh, the last few months, we've been focusing on a particular ministry each month. And I was at, uh, where's my clicker? Rick said, make sure you turn it on. Um, here we go. And I was actually at a, uh, a leadership dinner up at uh, Tim and Sue's place the other week or month. And Andrew McGuinness looked at me and he said, oh, what is, uh, Kenzie, I know you do crazy stuff with Scripture Union, but what does Scripture Union actually do? And you know how we can easily fall into that sort of place where we think, oh, well, you know what, what, what something is, but you know, not everybody else does know what it is. So it gives me great pleasure to be able to share a little bit about um, Scripture Union this morning. Some of you would know that I've been involved in SU for the last three decades. Um, so just a couple of brief slides. Uh, SU Australia, our heart is that young people discovering life in God's big story. The Bible is really the central and, and you know, um, we, we continue to keep the Bible, God's Word, in the centre of the ministry. And uh, we want young people to discover life in God's big story. Our mission is to bring God's love, hope and good news to children, young people and their families. And our vision, it's a big vision, is that every child, young person and family in Australia has opportunities of transforming experiences with Jesus and a lifelong journey of discipleship and serving in the world of need. That's our big vision. And I'm glad to have Cheryl and Rob Burton here. Just put up your hand, just give us a little wave this morning. They're from SU New South Wales. We've invited them to share with us a little bit later. We need to be particularly kind to Rob and um, Cheryl because they've moved up to the Central Coast. They were down the South Coast. They've moved up to the Central Coast. They're looking for a place to call home. I'm promoting Coast Community pretty strongly, but uh, they live up, up at North Wyong. And uh, I'm just going to show you this few-minute video about um, SU ministry, what, it, what it's about, how, how, what God's been doing to bring the movement together. And um, I want, does anyone watch Specs and Specs? Does anyone watch Specs and Specs? You know when they show the video up and then they ask questions about the video? I've got five questions to ask, so I want you to think very, I want you to watch this video and just think, oh, I'm going to fall asleep now. There's real prizes here. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions after this. Hopefully this works. This uh, will give you... Um, an insight into what's been happening with us this year. In a very different time and place, some 150 years ago, there was a moment that would spark a movement. Josiah Spears spent an afternoon with 15 children in a home in London, sharing about God in a way that made sense to them. He was friendly and full of life and laughter. And God's story came alive to those children like never before. Fast forward to today, and Scripture Union is in more than 130 countries. The network is diverse and sometimes messy, but often beautiful. And the way that SU connects with young people has evolved over time and can look quite different in each context. While the storylines may differ, they are linked by a consistent theme of building meaningful relationships with children and young people. Expressions of the SU story have spread far and wide throughout Australia. Over 140 years, countless young Australians have discovered belonging, hope and purpose in a story bigger than themselves. At the core is an unwavering commitment to meet young people where they're at, to see each individual as unique, valued and providing them with opportunities to have a transforming experience of Jesus. At SU, we are always exploring innovative ways to build connection and community. It's a massive vision to see every child and young person find belonging, hope and purpose in a world where there's so much pain, suffering and disconnection. And we just can't do this alone. That's why we commit to partnering with others in communities all around Australia. We love bringing people together and working towards a shared vision. We are committed to backing these partnerships up with the best structures and systems to ensure everyone is welcome and safe. This commitment is backed by our passion for equipping and releasing volunteer leaders. Championing Bible engagement and prayer will forever be at the core for us, individually and collectively. We will never stop seeking to bring the Bible to life to all people. 
One of the most vibrant threads throughout the tapestry of this story is the foundational belief that God has been faithful throughout history and is still speaking today. There is a compelling message of life and love for the next generation. The world around us continues to swirl in complexity and chaos, and we know that loneliness, anxiety and despair are rife among our children and young people. We know there's a different story, a story of hope. It's in the context of this bigger story that something new is happening. Generate and SU are coming together across different states and territories to form one organisation, one aligned movement. Because we are better together. We are one national body with many local expressions. Growing our capability and capacity to support diverse, innovative ways of creating belonging and working with young people in communities everywhere. It is safe and caring, it is beautiful and messy, and it's all for one purpose alone, to see yet another generation of children and young people discovering life in God's big story. We are SU Australia. Well, there you go. Yeah, you can clap now if you want, that's all cool. Okay, well, where are you listening carefully? What is the name? What is the name of the man that started Scripture Union? His first initial was J, then S, yes? Josiah Spears, what plate would you like, Deb? What plate would you like this morning? Would you want the green plate, the red plate, the yellow plate? Yeah. What plate? You'd like the le- there is a booby prize in here as well, I think. And the yellow, oh, it's a, it's a dairy milk Freddo frog, just in case you didn't quite get enough over Easter. There we go. Okay, second question is, second question is, what, oh, this is a hard one, kids. What colour was the shirt that I was wearing in the video? It might be, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, I might have given a big clue. Uh, I might have been given a big clue. I'm not going to ask. You you said yellow, you would be wrong. Yes, 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 you young lady. Green, she's absolutely right. What plate, what plate would you like? What colour would you like? I hope you don't get the booby prize. Red, she's gone red. And she's got a double twirl, not just a single twirl, but a double twirl. She can share that with half the congregation later on. That's fantastic. Okay, what else have we got here? Hey, Dana, this is just like the Aussie tent, isn't it? Uh, what other organisation, starting with the letter G, has come together with SU Australia? There was another. Oh, yes, up the back, Deb. Generate. What colour plate would you like, Deb? Oh, she wants to come and select it herself. I don't want. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Green. Oh, yes, it's a little twirl. That's probably just as well. That's a, there we go. That's Here we go. Okay. Have we already had the red? Oh, we already had the red. I'm getting myself confused. In, uh, it states that SU Australia is safe, caring, beautiful, and a word starting with M. Safe, caring, beautiful, and a word starting with M. I can see that hand, yes? Messy, that's very good, that is, that is quite true. What, uh, what uh, colour plate would you like? It's getting very close to the booby prize, I tell you. Yes, you've got a peg, a clothes peg. <laughs> Fantastic, you might put that peg to good use somewhere, sometime, who knows? Your parents would absolutely approve of that, I'm sure. Well, no, no, we know what that one is. Um... It's messy because it's a very organic movement. It's not... <laughs> oh. <laughs> Glenn's going, it's not fair. I'm in church. That boy didn't get a chocolate. <laughs> Let me do something about it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, SU Australia. Sorry? Oh, you wanted a peg. <laughs> SU Australia is all about children, young people discovering life in God's big, in God's big, yes, Lisa? Very good, Lisa. There you go. We've got a a Milky Way for you. It's only bite size, but anyway, there you go. Well, fantastic. Now, kids, you got the idea of how this works. We're going to do a similar thing with our Bible story this morning. You see, we're going to be looking at a story that Jesus told. A story that Jesus told. It's a beautiful story that Jesus told in Luke 14. And you'll see up on the screen here that each part of the story is a picture 
that relates to each part of this story. And that picture, one of those pictures is behind the doorboard. So there's, uh, there's five pictures and a bonus in one to six, and the same five pictures and a bonus in seven to 12. And the reason I'm giving you that big clue is we started 10 minutes late. We'll be here for hours, okay? Um, so uh, what, I, what, the, what, what I'm going to do is read out the story when the story's finished, I'm going to get you to choose a couple of numbers. And if you can tell me what was happening in that part of the story and you've got a match, I've got a bag of treats up here. Let's see. So, story that Jesus told in Luke 14. Jesus replied, A certain man was preparing a great banquet and invited many guests. At the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, Come, for everything is ready. See the big banquet there? But they all alike began to make excuses. The f- oh, I've lost a couple of the audience members. <laughs> I work with children. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, but they all began uh, making excuses. The first one said, I've just bought a field. I must go and see it. Please excuse me. Another said, I've just bought five yoke of oxen and I'm on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. And someone said, well, there's no chance that I can come because I just got married. They're all making excuses. The servant came back and reported this to the master. Then the owner of the house became angry and ordered his servant go out into the streets, into the alleys, of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind and the lame. So the servant said, what you have ordered has been done, but there's still room. Then the master told his servant, go out to the roads and the country lanes and compel them to come in so that my house will be full. I tell you, not one of those who were invited originally will get a taste of my food at the banquet. Isn't that amazing that God has this huge banquet and everyone's invited. He wants his house to be full. So you see, kids, I've got the one, two, three, four, five pictures twice here plus a bonus, and I need somebody to who know their numbers. Mum and Dad might have to help because I've got some real little people here. Um, to pick a couple, of, and if you can tell me what's happening in the story, that would then, then, then I can give you a prize. Who'd like to go first? Who'd like to pick two numbers? Yes, you young lady. Do you know your numbers? What's your name? Come on. What's your name? What name is your name? Willow. That's a beautiful name. How did you get that? <laughs> now, do you know your numbers? What number would you like? One, two, three, four, five, or six? Six. Okay, right. Now, okay. Now, you'll get the idea when I open. So, number six, actually, number six is the bonus, Willow. Wow. Now, I haven't told you what the bonus is, Willow, but the bonus is anything that you want from the cafe, you can just order it and I'll pay for it. How about that? I hope she hasn't brought a whole, like, extended family because it could be quite expensive. But uh, Now, can you pick another? You've got to pick another number, Willow. Seven, eight, nine, ten, or eleven. Which one? That's the seven. You probably know that already, I guess. And that's the 12. Which other number would you like to see if you can get a match? Oh, yes. <laughs> what other number? You just go, you just stop me when you want me to add it to the... Which number would you like? That one? That one? That one? You want the different 10? Or the no- that one? That one. Oh, Okay. Willow, it doesn't matter. Keep remembering where these were. Okay, that's the that's the picture about people making excuses. Okay, we got the idea how this works. Let's speed it up now. Um, somebody with two numbers. Yes, you were at the back, young lady. What two numbers? Was it young man? Young man, sorry. I'm getting a bit old. Number one. Okay, there we go. Now we here we go. Number one. Number one. Oh, everything's ready. Everything's ready. Now, what other number down here would you like to see if you can get a match? Number 12. Oh, come on. Work with me, work with me. That's the picture. 
the, the poor, the blind, the cripp cripples in the right hand of God. Okay, let's speed it up. Um, somebody else put your hand up. Yes, yes, you young. Oh, what, no, what number would you like? Five. Okay, number five. Oh, that's when the master got very, very angry. What other number do you want down here? You want eight, do you? That's a match. Let's give her a hand. Fantastic. Later. Here you go. I have got real prizes, you see. They're not very big, but, you know, the budget's a bit tight. We've got an election coming on. Okay. Now. Okay, another couple of numbers. Let's go. Yes, uh, Jamin. Number three. Jamin's gone number three. Oh, the poor, the bride, the cripple, the F. And number seven. Oh, he was right onto it. Oh, Jamin, what was going on there? We'll have to bank on that one. Okay, another couple of numbers. We're trying to get this. Oh, yes, yes, you young man. Now, Dad's holding up three fingers, so let's go with that. Oh, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, why not? Yeah, come on out. Yes, yes, sure. Take over. I've got a microphone here. You can go for it. Mr. Old Pong, no problem. What number do you want, mate? You want that one. You want that one, that's, you want to open it yourself, okay. <laughs> oh, let's give him a clap. Unfortunately, that wasn't a match. I've got a feeling that I might get a couple of volunteers now. <laughs> um, yes, over the, no, just over behind you, that, that, yeah, just, just, yes, yes, you young lady, what was that? What, number six and ten? Six and ten. How many members of your family are here this morning? <laughs> okay, number six and number ten. Let's give her a clap. Bonus, come and see me after the service. I know you've probably heard that before, but I'm good for it. I'm good, no worries. Okay, another couple of numbers, another couple of numbers. We, we, all, we all going okay here this morning? It's all good? Okay, help me out. Two more numbers. Two more numbers. Yes. Seven. Number seven. And number, and number, and number. Do you, do you want do you want that four or that four? No, you want that four. Let's give her a clap. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he told the servant to go out. Look, I want my place to be full because it was only half full. Now to come, now to come. Here you go. So, anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else has an attitude? Oh, yes, up the back. Yes, yes, yes. Number one. Number one. I heard number one. Oh, yes, and probably one of these three. Oh, you want the three, three. You want the three, threes, and you want the... What three, threes? Oh, you've got such a deep voice for a young girl. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, just give her a clap. Yes, fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Who was it? Up you come. Up you come. There we go. Beautiful. Okay. Now, we've only got two matches to go. Come on, we're going to keep this up. No, no, no one else wants to come. No one else wants my time. Yes. Three and twelve. Three and twelve, Irene. Three. And she's absolutely right. Let's give her a clap. Well done, Irene. See, I don't know how this snuck in here, Irene, but I've got a big spread out. <laughs> there you go. That'll work. That'll work. Now, anyone else? Willow, do you think you, do you think you might? Oh, oh, yes. Flora, are you absolutely certain? You don't want to change your mind? Eleven, you want to go? <laughs> okay, eleven and four. Because you're a bit bigger, let's give her a clap, yes, but because you're a bit bigger... I'm going to ask you what is actually happening in this picture. That's the picture for you to get the prize. What is actually happening in that picture? Do you know? They're making excuses. Have you ever made excuses? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope here this morning that really none of us are making excuses about this particular invitation. Because this invitation, God says, is, is about this huge party. There we go. 
about this huge party. We've got a little people down the front going, he's got a bag of stuff there. I want to get something out of that bag. Here we go. We went, oh, God. Um, may contain traces of nuts. Is that when I say that? I don't know. Here we go. There we go. We did. Is this little person here? Who owns this little person? Are they okay to have something? Yeah, okay. <laughs> there you go. Pop your hand in there. I know that you're amazing, maybe. I just said, come on. I've got a couple left over for kids up the back. But as I was saying, Jesus told this story to remind us he's got this huge banquet. He's got this huge banquet. And everyone's invited. You see, God is a very, very generous God. And I was reminded of this when I watched this video during the week. Imagine your friend invites you to a party. You arrive and there's lots of people, decorations, food and drink. There's enough for everyone. When you're hosted by someone that generous, you don't have to worry about your needs. You can just enjoy yourself and focus on the people around you. Yeah, that's what a good host wants for her guests. And this is the picture of the world that we find in the Bible. Creation is an expression of God's generous love. He's the host and humans are his guests in a world of opportunity and abundance. And we're called to keep the party going, to spread his goodness. This is a beautiful picture, but it's not the way people experience the world. Rather, we find a world of scarcity and struggle, not abundance. And Jesus grew up in that kind of world. Under military occupation, people losing their land or families to debt and poverty. And yet, he would say things like this. Look at the birds. They don't store up food for themselves, yet they have enough. Or consider the wildflowers. They're beautiful and abundant, and they don't stress about their existence. And you all should live that way, too. But surely Jesus knew that things don't always work out. I mean, sometimes there really isn't enough. And Jesus did experience poverty firsthand, but he viewed the world through the story of the Hebrew scriptures, which claimed that our scarcity problem isn't caused by a lack of resources. Rather, the problem is our mindset that God can't be trusted. Maybe God's holding out on me. Maybe there isn't enough, and maybe I need to take matters into my own hands. And once we're deceived into that mindset of scarcity, we can justify the impulse to take care of me and mine before anyone else. And that leads to envy and anger, violence, and a world where it seems like there's not enough. The party's over, it's turned into a battleground. But God wants humans to experience his generosity. And so he chooses one people, the family of Abraham. And he promises to give them the abundance that he wants for everybody else. God will provide what they need all they have to do is trust his generosity. And through them, the whole world will see how generous the host really is. But that's not what happens. Abraham's descendants, the Israelites, enter a land of abundance, and they promptly forget the host who gave it to them. They act like it's all theirs, and like there's not enough. And it leads to war and Israel's self-destruction. If I were the host of this party, I think I'd just give up. But God doesn't give up. What he does is surprising. He gives another gift. Another gift? Yeah, but this gift is different. What God gives is himself. All right, and Jesus, the host himself, comes to join in on the spoiled party. And notice, Jesus lives with the conviction that there is enough and that our generous host can be trusted. His mindset of abundance allowed him to live sacrificially and generously even towards his enemies. And Jesus called his followers to trust in God's abundance like him. And that's why he said things like, sell your possessions and give to the poor, or don't worry about your life. He's inviting us to live by a different story, one that is built on trust in God's goodness and love. But living generously doesn't mean life is gonna go well. I mean, look at Jesus. He was betrayed by his friends and he suffered. And this was no surprise to Jesus. He knew that people would take advantage of his generosity. In fact, that was his plan, really. Yeah, think about it. Jesus knows that we're all hopelessly deceived by this lie that there's not enough. Yeah, that lie needs to be defeated. And so that's what Jesus was doing when he gave us the gift of his life. Jesus' death was the ultimate expression of God's generous love. Yeah, God's love can turn death into life. and scarcity back into abundance or as the apostle paul put it you know the gift of our lord jesus the messiah that even though he was rich for your sake he became poor so that you through his poverty 
might become rich. And Jesus called his followers to live like the real party has begun. Yes, he called it the kingdom of God. And our invitation to this party is yet another gift, the personal presence of God's own spirit that can teach us how to trust the generosity of the host just like Jesus did. Yeah, when you believe there's enough, you start seeing opportunities for generosity everywhere with our time and money, our attention. Yes, one of the most important ways that we can experience the abundance of God's new creation is sharing with others because of our trust that God is the generous host. Now, I know this would be the perfect moment to do the giving thing, you know, hand to hand. But we're not. We're going to do that. We're going to. I'm going to hand over to my friend Rob here, and he's going to remind us who is the person, who's the one that we really need to remember to trust in. You need a microphone, Rob. You will. Okay. We're going to organise that in just a moment. And you can tell me when you want me to play the music. Get on here. I have a memory verse here, so I need some help. Let's read out the memory verse as we got here now. Ready? Trust in the... With all your... And on your own. It's not really complete, isn't it? So I need help to get it complete. So any of the young kids, you're a bit older too, you guys sit at the back there, you're sitting there with your arms folded, you can help me out as well. Why don't you come forward? video said we need to trust. Smile and wave. <laughs> Smile and wave. <laughs> now we've really got a bit of work to do. Let's not trust that. Ah! Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, no, don't worry about that. That's not going to, no, just, just put it, no, no, we, we don't want Jesus just standing there the whole time. <laughs> okay. He's doing brilliant. Okay. So we need to trust in, who do we got to trust in? As from the video. The Lord. Okay. Who wants Trust in the Lord with all your, or our what? Our feet? Heart. Okay, that looks like a heart to me, doesn't it? And well done. No, not that one. Yeah, it is that one. Uh, it's already there. And your hand on this one. What does it look like he's doing? He's leaning. Okay, so lean what? Lean not there. On your own. Do you think they're under trying to understand something? Okay, so that no understanding. Quickly, yep. And on your ways, when we when we thank someone, what are we doing? Are we acknowledging someone because they've done something good? Glenn's done a great job earlier. We're, so we acknowledge him and he will. Yep, it's up there. Nate. Halfway to the beach is a way, isn't it? Or a path? All right. I think that's a pretty straight path, isn't it? Okay. So let's ready to go. Okay, ready? Trust in the Lord, your, your, and lean not on your own understanding. 
in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Okay. Now, if you think you do it with your hands up in the air. Ready? Start again. Trust in the Lord with all your... and. You do your leg up in the air. Ready? Trust the Lord with all your heart. If we don't, if we, we have no heart, can we trust in him? No. We, we need to trust him because of our heart. And, and what, if, what if we only give where it says all? Do we give, if we don't give all, what, what, what happens? Really, we've got to give all of our heart, not just part of our heart. Not just my hands, not just my feet, but my mind, but everything like that. So we need to trust in the Lord with all our heart. And lean not on our own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. Thank you. You've got a brilliant job of doing that. Here we go. You might want to sing along with this one. Yes, you're going to help me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge. I think you got the idea. Um, I've asked Cheryl here to um, share a little bit about what's happening with uh, Kids Union Camps in New South Wales. So thanks, Cheryl, for coming this morning. And thank you for sharing with us. I hope you give you some microphone. Thanks so much. What a great service so far. Hey, good fun. Um, down the back, there's some um, handouts for any kids if you want to take them home. Um, but we've got two here on um, the wedding feast, so um, some puzzles and things to do to reinforce this morning. But yeah, just want to, um, you've all got um, this camp brochure or hand up if you don't, Rob will hand it out. If you get your phones ready, there's a QR code there. And we've got quite a few prizes this morning, haven't we? I've got some um, sticker prizes. I love SU camps. If you can put your phone, or ask mum or dad to put your phone on the QR code and tell me, just sing out, really loud voice, what are some camps coming up in winter? So you've got to put your QR code, it takes you right to camps, there's some pretty pictures there, and you scroll along. Six, I want six camps coming up in winter. Can anyone find one? So these camps, we've been talking about trust in the Lord. Camps are a great way to trust in the Lord. And camps are a great way to know God's path. You hear about the Bible, you meet other Christians, you pray and if you're excited about sharing, that's a bit of a hint, there might be a camp about sharing. If you're excited about, has anyone found one yet? See, I'm being a bit sneaky. I want you to actually go to the website and see the camps. <laughs> but if you're, what one? Fantastic. If you're excited about surging forward and going to Ridgecrest up in the Blue Mountains, there's a sticker there for you. If you're excited about rugby league, oh, did someone find something? Creating Connect. So if you love crafts and sewing, there's a create and connect, great way to make friends and make beautiful things. If you love rugby union, want to hand those out? Any others? Fantastic. So what do we think that's about? Horse riding, yeah. So, cheering, rugby union, create and connect, ride like a gear, a, a girl. We've got leadership conference. If you're actually in a lunch group, or you're in a youth group, and during year 9 to year 12, 
and you want to grow in your relationship with God, if you want to learn how to serve him, and even if you don't think you're a leader yet, every person is a leader because we all influence people. Whether we like it or not, we lead. So um, we would love to invite you, if you're in year 9 to 12, to our leadership conference in either Springwood or Tamworth. We'd never want finances to get in the way. So there are sponsorships, thanks to dear Glenn. There are Kids to Camp sponsorships still available because of our two years of, uh, that we've all had. Um, so please look on that website. Uh, it has been proven that camp experiences, those peak experiences with a great peer group and role models are really pivotal, pivotal really vital in um, staying the course for young people. So really, really important part of their journey. So parents, it's a great investment into your kids. And if you've got a great idea for a camp, I'm sure Glenn would like to see it. <laughs> but um, yeah, please um, look on that website and support camps. But um, thanks so much. Sorry to take time. Okay, thanks Cheryl. Okay, let's look at the time. Let's look at the time and rule out a heap of things that I've got on this list. Shaking my run sheet, Cheryl. Um, <laughs> nice picking everything up. <laughs> you could have taken the chocolates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thanks for sharing about that. Uh, one thing that I am uh, looking forward to sharing with you in the camp space, and I hope Kieran doesn't and, and Jamin doesn't mind me saying this, but in a couple of weeks' time, Kieran and Jamin and Jay, and what's your mate's name? Judah, J oh, Jay, Judah, Jamin and Kieran are actually getting on a plane to go to South Australia to go to SU Father and Son Camp. And that's pretty exciting. One of the things that I'm really enjoying about it being part of this big SU Australia family is we get to um, learn from other pe people in other states and be able to get opportunities. So this is what, a, in one minute, what a Father and Son Camp looks like. <laughs> pretty cool doesn't it does look pretty cool one of the reasons that um that uh, kieran and uh, jay's going over with the lads is we're just looking at seeing whether we can get something out going here on the coast in the future because we recognize that it takes not just the relationship between a father and a son but a tribe of dads to be able to raise um young boys so we're looking forward to what or their experiences um over there um Many people say to us, well, okay, I hear about young people coming to faith in Jesus on an SU camp. I mean, how does that happen? And I don't know what sort of experiences you might have about evangelistic endeavours. And this isn't just, this isn't the only way, but this is just kind of one way. Just to, I just want to spend 60 seconds sharing this with you. That often on a camp, we would ask young people, where are you at now with Jesus? And rather than just sort of pointing out to a kid, uh, I want to follow Jesus, you know, and, 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 uh, and just focusing on that young person. Somewhere over the camp, we might hand out a sheet like this that says, where are you now? And the one on the left, my wife, beautiful wife, Leanne, ha has done for a fishing camp one. And we'll ask each kid to respond in, a, in the group. Well, I, you know, I'm at the boat shed. I've been part of Jesus' part in the past, but not at the moment. Or I'm by the fire. I'm checking out my options. I need to know more before Jesus, joining Jesus' team. Or I'm, on the I'm in the boat, I'm part of Jesus' team and part of the action. Or I'm on the shore and I'm ready to be part of Jesus' team today. And I hope that you can pick up in, in this that we don't sort of force kids. We really, and one of our hearts is to work alongside what God's doing in a young person's life. 
And so there's no real pressure attached to this. And I, often at fishing camp, I'd say, I'd hand out the sheets and I said to the kids, okay, everyone stand up. I want you to think which particular category best suits you. Um, and if you're at the boat shed, you go over here. If you're, you know, on the shore, or if you're in, in the boat, or if you're by the fire, come over here and then we'll have leaders minister with them. And the one on the right's for, for, a, cra- for a craft camp. You know, where are you right now? I've misplaced my pattern. I've been part of Jesus' part team, but not at the moment. Or I'm still selecting the materials. You know, I want to I want to know more. This is the first time I've heard about Jesus. Or I'm at the machine. I'm part of Jesus' team and part of the action. Or I'm, I'm, I'm ready to cut out this pattern. I'm ready to be on Jesus' team today. And it's just a very natural way of being able to help kids articulate their response to what God may be doing in their lives. So I'm just going to invite Cheryl back up now. We're going to just uh, close our time together in a creative prayer. Um, and then I'm going to do some, uh, Cheryl's got some uh, creative way of doing that. Then I've got uh, a couple of invitations. And then we'll close our time together. You put a bit of work into this, Cheryl. This looks amazing. Oh, yes. Come on, kids. Come on, grab a piece. Come on, kids. Come over here and see if you can grab a piece of the chain. Don't break it. Don't get too excited. Kids, can you grab a little piece of the chain? This is beautiful, Cheryl. Thank you. What a lovely way to finish our time together. That's it, come around. Thanks, Cheryl. That's uh, really beautiful. We did have a celebration here in this very building last Friday, and we gave thanks to God for Jean French's life. If some of us were there, some of us were here. Leanne and I went down to Kiama yesterday because Leanne's auntie Leslie turned 100, and we uh, and auntie Leslie has all her faculties. She's the life of the party, um, and uh, it was just a wonderful time of celebration particularly as Leanne and I know that she loves the Lord and, uh, and that just the love of Jesus just shines out um, from her. Um, if you're a regular 
a member of this church, you would know the ways in which you can give. Um, if you're a guest here this morning, you're not expected to give, but if God's moved you to give, there is a box, I believe, on the wall out the back. You can, uh, you can place your offering in there. And we have got a great event coming up this Saturday that I believe Lisa knows a little bit about. Um, so Lisa's going to share with us just, uh, uh, just before we finish this morning. Thanks, Lisa. Who can tell me what's next Saturday? I don't have any prizes, though, sorry. What's next Saturday, ladies? It's our high tea, yes. So I did, oh, thank you, Glenn, beautiful. So today is the last day that you can buy a ticket for that. Sorry, that light is right in my face. How have you been doing that for like an hour? Um, yeah, today is the last day that you can buy a ticket. So you can either use the QR code on the posters or the flyers, or you can just go to the cafe and buy a ticket from there. Um, I would like to let you know that after last Sunday, when we asked for some uh, donations towards sending some of our youth mums along, We've been able to invite 10 mums from youth to come along this Saturday, and they are so thankful and so blessed by that. We actually have a couple more that would really like to go, but we don't yet have the funds. So if you didn't make a donation last week, but you would like to today, you can. Uh, when you go to the cafe, you can buy a pay-it-forward uh, coffee, and that will go towards uh, sponsoring some of our youth mums to come along. Or if you just want to make a donation, you can do that as well. So if you're not available next Sunday, but oh sorry, Saturday, but you think, I'd like to help someone else go, today you can do that in the cafe. Um, one of our mums is, is actually homeless, and she is so blessed to be able to come along. And can I also say, ladies, if you haven't bought a ticket yet and haven't yet decided whether you're going to go, can I really encourage you to think about going, not just for yourself, but just be aware that there's going to be members of our community there, mums of our youth and other people that are going to be coming along. This is a real opportunity for us to reach out and into our community as well as have a lovely afternoon tea. So if you haven't yet purchased a ticket, can I really encourage you to do so? And one last request from Anna. Because we have got such a large amount of people coming, which is wonderful, um, she's, she's actually needing some, uh, I think I call them three-tiered plates, you know the ones I mean? If you have one of those that you wouldn't mind lending to Anna uh, for next Saturday, could you come and see me after this service so that we could arrange for that? Because we currently don't have enough and she would love it if some people could help out with that. Thank you very much. Thanks, Lisa. Sounds like it's going to be a wonderful event, a wonderful event. Well, our time together this morning, this part of our time together this morning has come to an end, but of course we want to make sure that we continue to fellowship with one another here in the cafe um, so let's, uh, let's pray to finish our time together. Father, yeah, we pause to give thanks to you for your generosity to us, that you would love us so much that you would send your son. And you've reminded us this morning, Lord, that you've got a, a huge banquet and you want everyone to come. Your heart is that everyone would be saved. Lord, um, if there's anybody here this morning that hasn't said yes to you, that hasn't accepted your invitation, um, Lord, I just pray that you would work in their hearts. And for those of us in, who do know you, Lord, may we walk out of this place with a, with a spring in our step and our heart full knowing that you love us and that you've got a huge banquet awaiting for us. So we just pray, Father, that as we go into this week, that you would guide us and lead us this day, dear in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, folks, for coming this morning. Hope that was enjoyable. Great to have the kids involved in the service, and uh, we look forward to catching you next week. God bless. Get down as our conscience calls. The hours roll, they never stop. Matching it in.